0: There we go. Now we have the ability to do this. I didn't have the little guest uh, thing clicked. But now that I have that clicked, now we should be able... This should work. So let me go back and see if Mr... Now let's see if he joins. I bet you he does. Now there should be the button for joining this together, which would be excellent. We've got to wait and see if he joins us here. Hopefully he does. and uh afterwards, then hopefully uh, we're able to collaborate here. We we'll just have to wait a second for that to sort of propagate uh, correctly. Come on, Phil. Mm. There's one viewer, although I don't necessarily know who it is. Guests can now ask to join. Let's invite a guest. not that person whoever that was whoever this is who's watching this has been invited i don't know who that is i hope i didn't just didn't fucking jack that up that would be a that would be a disastrous move um There he is. Now that you're here, Phil, you should be able to click a little smiley face icon thing and say that you want to request to join. Um, And that should allow you to bounce in. There's got to be some little face-looking icon somewhere. That's how you do it. There we go. Oh, 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 here it is. Hey. hey, hey, what's going on, man? Well, that worked. Even though I can't necessarily see your video, I don't know if you can, can you see my video?
1: Yeah, I can see your video. Yeah, absolutely. Huh? I can't. It just shows my icon. So
0: there might be a way
1: to do that, but I can't figure it out right now.
0: I mean, that would be better because you're way better looking than me.
1: Oh uh, yeah. That's what they all say. <laughs> all, all the, all the, the, the dozens and dozens of fans.
0: I do like the, uh, I do like the quality on this is pretty decent.
1: Yeah, it looks good. Is this the new studio?
0: Yeah, this is my, uh, if you, if you heard me talking about, this is my basement domain of the, uh, of the preparation for the blanket fort-ish area. I still have to put some on the sides, but, um, it does work pretty good so far. Um yeah. Oh hung up. Sure. But well, I don't know what happened there. Hopefully he comes and joins back. In the meantime, let me flip this around because I don't think I can do that. That away. So let me flip a flipper here. I've occasionally had with uh, periscope some what i will call performance problems where it doesn't seem like it always is the there we go you're coming back okay i was
1: that uh, was my fault i was trying to enable video and i'm not messing with that anymore <laughs> i lost it
0: I was trying to do. I was trying to do video, and instead, I clicked hung up. Yeah, I just hung up.
1: <laughs> it's like it's like my father trying to learn a answering machine back in the day.
0: Right. It, we that used one. to we used to talk and laugh about. And I don't know if you were ever into this so much, but uh, I used to talk about this with a couple of my buddies, where we would we were really laugh that the idea that you know some of these video games that you play they'll, they'll have like, they'll have like one button that's like push X to talk or whatever, but then occasionally you'll be like, it's also push X to throw massive fireball. So you like walk up to his shopkeeper and instead of like asking him what he has for sale, you blast him in the face with a fireball. And we're like, that's just not the sort of thing that you would do on accident in real life. <laughs> Like walking up to a bank teller I mean, instead of yeah, asking her so for somebody... deposit slips, you just punch her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, you hit the I wrong was, button. Uh, it's crazy.
1: I I was uh, playing uh, uh, Resident Evil Seven with my kids. Couple you know, they the the younger. one I three kids, but um, the youngest of them were watching me do this, so they're of course doing the whole press X, you know, press X and. And it's so stressful. If you've ever played that game, they're they're freaking out. I'm freaking out. And then they're like, "You're the worst player in this whole game." Like, you try it. That's you it. Go to it. bed. You peanut gallery. You're, yeah. gr- you're like, grounded. I, I gotta practice. <laughs> I keep I keep hitting throwing fireballs at shopkeepers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> stressful. But yeah, this is my uh, this is my new partial studio. I have a little bit left to do. I want to put up some other blankets and then I have some acoustic panels. So I think this front curtain that I have here, I'm going to take the acoustic panels and basically stagger them up here. So I have some extra little insulation, but what's nice about this is it's really easy to manipulate. I can just put this other rug up if I want to, to walk in and out of here and I'm not smashing in it. And, and...
1: I have wow. room to
0: move around. That's great. I can move around. Oh it's god. incredible. Woo! Oh my god.
1: <laughs> man, you can you could show you can have a gun show too, man. You've been you've been working out those those uh, biceps. They're looking pretty huge.
0: Oh, thanks, brother. I appreciate that. The other
1: just come naturally. You got to put the work in.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, naturally, I used to I used to walk around, my cruising weight was like 160. I was very thin. I was oh, a very, wow. very thin dude for, I'd say, the first, I don't know, 25 years or so of my life. Um, I didn't really start working out until later. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of hard work. The other day I had on, I don't know if you watched it, but it, the other day I had on a the uh, Jack Burton's tank top from Big Trouble uh, in Little China. <laughs> and I don't know why, but wearing that one, I was like, man, I look meaty down here. This is pretty good. <laughs> you got to always order a
1: size smaller than what you need, right?
0: Yeah, you throw it in the dryer for an extra 10 minutes <laughs> and make sure it shrinks.
1: <laughs> I didn't start. I, I remember um, I started working out when I was like in probably uh, middle school, like high school and not serious you know i'm not going you know trying to say i'm anything special but my it was because of rocky you know like rocky four my brother i went to see that movie with him i think on his 13th birthday something like that and uh we we used to tape record the the uh the music like the montage music you know when he goes to russia fuck yeah and and DiCola, like baby movies. There's, there's the great scene where he's uh you know running through the water and the, the snow and he's helping the you know the farmer get his cart out of the snow there's that first montage that's so inspiring and then adrian comes in that's like the middle part and then they got you know
0: hearts, hearts on fire burn <laughs> desire something <laughs> blah 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 They like the first one it's it <laughs> hell yeah man i worked out plenty of times to that and i i had before this house i had a uh another house that didn't have a basement and didn't have a lot of room upstairs and so at some point And I wish I hadn't done this. I got rid of the workout gear and equipment and whatever I had bought this very heavy duty sort of serious ass lever gym machine. And the only place that I could put it was in my garage. Now that's a non-insulated garage with a, you know, stone stab, a stone slab floor, um, (laughs) not very thick walls. I mean, old, and holy shit, were there times where I just fucking froze my ass off out there.
1: You, so you are Rocky. You're yeah. Rocky training for uh, the Drago fight.
0: And I would play that out there and be like, if Rocky could do it, I can do it. As I get frostbite and all my toes fucking fall off. <laughs> so Seriously, one day my feet, I'm like, well, my work's over. Not that I'm necessarily muscle tired, but I'm about to the point where I can't feel my feet. So sorry, I'm going to call it. Uh yeah, not not the most smart uh, scenario. If I'm 100 percent honest, I wish I had not done that. However, well, hope, yeah, well, I did it. You so,
1: yeah, some uh, you know, giant mountains in your backyard that you could run up and shout, "Drago!" Yeah, not, times.
0: not so much. Usually, it was not me. So usually, it was me yelling at the neighbor's dog because they'd <laughs> leave their dog outside barking. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that that's oh man, that that's uh, that brings back memories. Uh, that, that was the best. I mean, because I had, I mean, I don't, you know, I I don't know how old you are, but and I'm forty. And I told you, I'm forty six, and I I remember tape recorders. I would tape, I tape recorded the music off, like uh, you know, Rocky on television. You know, like that's what we put. It was uh you know, it was one of those little tape deck. Uh, yeah, tape the recorders. With the, on the front. Yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> out.
0: We had a Panasonic, a Panasonic yeah. desktop like tape recorder. And oh my God, did this ass. that I you I remember recording. I remember sitting. I can't remember it, it was like I don't know if I was in kindergarten or something, but like it had this tape recorder. And I remember sitting like having the radio on all day and had everything perfectly set up because I wanted to record the the fucking uh, Ghostbusters theme <laughs> yeah. and I remember recording that and then it was like all my friends were like yeah it's you know it's awesome because I didn't have that like well you know buy that <laughs> buy that like you're a little kid i don't know yeah. so you would record that shit off the radio and the quality was so terrible. oh my god <laughs> and then the
1: stupid dj would start talking like before it was over
0: now you ruined it yeah it's like oh
1: man we almost had a good recording
0: yeah well this is uh douchebag mcclure uh we're gonna bring you back uh here to the studio the song you just maybe got almost all the way through listening to that i'm now ruining uh that was the theme from ghostbusters so go fuck yourself
1: (laughs) oh my god man Man, man i feel like an old man like things have changed so much um you know just i mean you can just get music you don't have to you don't have to hunt for music there's no sam goody at the mall there's none of this stuff where you have to like hunt and find stuff it's just everything you want is is right there i don't know i don't know what that's doing to i'm I'm sounding like my father again but it's you know i don't know what's doing to the psyche of our youth well you know that's a
0: that's a very interesting that's a very interesting question and point you bring up so let's explore that for a moment all right I would wager that, and this is going to delve into a little bit of conspiracy crazy land, All right, but <clears throat> humans have sort of either a hunt or gather, yep. gather sort of yeah. instinct, right? Yep. And it used to be, hey, Black Cat's Poppy is joining. That's a cool motherfucker. What's up, man? Yeah. I'm talking with uh, Phil DeGlass over here. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, used to to hunt around for that stuff, you would get the dopamine hit yep. when you found it, right? That's so exactly like, right. Finding a thing like that was like, oh shit! I had to go to thrift stores and these record shops, and I found the special edition, or the whatever, and then you show that off to your friends, you get the dopamine hit again when you yeah. show it to them. Oh shit! You got that new album? Oh fucking a! Oh cool. Now it's just there's no excitement in that. You just go yeah. load your Spotify or Amazon app, and okay, there's you you click search. Wow, like
1: yeah, you get exactly what you what you want. That's usually the, you know sometimes that's a recipe for uh, boredom. You know, there's how many albums did you get at uh, you know whether it waxy maxi, Sam Goody, all those really cool uh, record stores. You know, you went in looking for something. And then you had to do the little like thumb through you know or either the the tapes you know the, the tapes or the uh, this we'll, we'll say digging CDs, yeah. and then digging you heard the click the click of the of the plastic you know slapping against you it was like everybody was in your waiting in line because someone was you know at the Stevie Ray Vaughn CDs that you were looking for and and it wasn't there and, and you're like well I still got14 dollars to spend and, and then you got something else and it was better than the what you were looking for.
0: That was so much fun, man. It we Was fun. To, we used to we used to go to the mall, and we would get, hilariously enough, often either Cinnabon, <coughs> or there was some other place there that had these like mustard pretzels that was amazing. So we would do that, and then get like an Italian soda or coffee, and then walk around the mall, and typically hit up Spencer's, Pacific yeah. Sunwear, Harmony House. Uh yeah, Sam Goody was it FYE later on. But always like Harmony House and like those those sort of stores were always like cooler. They were a little less I don't know, they they are always a little more like, "Oh, you're you're into music, huh?" <laughs> yeah, man. It's like we got the latest fucking alternative shit. <laughs> oh, cool, dude. Love your love your fucking flannel and your Jinko jeans. Nice denim skirt. <laughs>
1: Did you have Suncoast at did you ever Oh yeah. Suncoast,
0: okay. Suncoast. Suncoast, yeah. I
1: lived at Suncoast. That
0: was legit. Yeah. Um pseudo funny story about Suncoast. For me, there was one at a nearby mall. I can't remember the name, <clears throat> name of the mall. It might have been Oakland Mall, but they there was a Suncoast there that was like going out of business. And I remember my dad was like I think this was at Christmas time. I don't know if he was doing returns or what, but he's like, Hey, you know, I was walking through the mall. The store's going out of business. Like here, I bought you like these three super Nintendo games for like 40 bucks or something. He's like, they still have more like, and then that's where I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah, can you, you, can go. you take me like, yeah. ah! <laughs> cheap <laughs> video games? Holy shit. Like, <laughs> I mean, and that's an insane thing, too, because I know, like, games now are typically the same, like, kind of $60 or whatever. I didn't realize how much, like, yeah, well, it was $60, like, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. They like, were. Fucking, that's expensive as hell. Like,
1: I, I remember, do you remember uh, Pac-Man for Atari? I, I remember nobody could find Pac-Man for a freaking Atari 2600, and I remember my parents having to call like make connections to find a copy and it was it was tough and that was like 45 50 bucks back in the early 80s fifty dollars and in the in and the, and the, and the and I remember how disappointed I was you know you put it you plugged it in and it was like pac-Man didn't move remember, he didn't like his head like ate the <laughs> like it was so bad it was like, terrible for like it was not Awful. like the arcade no it was horrible It
0: was like very very low quality port and there's a i i sort of pimp his podcast a lot but harrison smith has a good episode on pac-man the atari oh. pac-man oh wow um i gotta see it but yeah like hunting those games down my dad has lots of stories about that about like yeah, these games would come out or they'd have them in like Nintendo power and they'd talk the games up, but then they either like weren't released yet or they weren't here. Yeah. Because you'd get like that slow trickle in from the coast where like, oh, well, New York and California and whatever has those games, but like they're not here yet. And then he would, he I just remember him being like, God, I fucking hate those guys. And they released this, they release this bullshit, and you can never fucking find it. <laughs> no, it's crazy. Like the market was there,
1: but they couldn't, they couldn't actually supply the market. Like right now, it's like one to one. You can get in within three seconds. You know, it's just there's, uh, there's. I just remember the story of, um, you know, back in the day. I think I was into Dungeons and Dragons. That um, in the neighborhood, I was kind of just reading like the whole oh my god what do you drink what is that
0: glory in a glass oh
1: that that looks good
0: yeah that's my uh that's my re-oaked evan williams it's uh, man it's goes down really easy
1: oh my god i gotta try that yeah we when we have when we uh finally hang out we'll we'll we'll, you'll teach me how to do all that that hard stuff but when we were (laughs) doing we were doing uh um you know, I remember ordering, uh, you know, I was too young for this stuff. So I had an older brother, so I kind of just followed everything he did. And he was like, they were all in the Dungeons and Dragons. They just dragged me along because they needed like an extra person, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> I remember the the dungeon, there's like the Dungeon Master's Guide or Monster Manual or something. Uh-oh,
0: did you fall Whoa! <laughs> Whoa, wacky. <laughs> oh my God, what happened? Well, I was trying to move that this. That looked really be good. Like there's this weird sunbeam. I could go total lights out. That's oh, that's, of, that's 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 creepy. kind of wild. Sorry, I didn't mean to. I'm, not I'm, I'm about, listening. Yes, it's a,
1: it's fine. It's it's not a great story, but the story is that we ordered Monster Manual or whatever. I don't know if you remember these books or whatever. If you, if you were into that stuff. Oh, I was but all it, into it. So yeah, but it was just a book. You know, it was just a book with pictures and the armor class and the, the you know the alignment and all that stuff. And we, I remember waiting, it was like, oh, you're going to get it in three weeks. And then it snowed. And they said, oh, it's at the, the uh, where I grew up, Brookville, Maryland. It's like, it's at the Brookville post office. And because it snowed, you're not going to get it for another three days. And I remember my brother, and <laughs> my brother and I, we, we went up to, we, we walked in the snow. Like, it was like three or four, like it was a blizzard. We walked to get that damn monster manual, you know. <laughs> it's like, I guess. I guess there's a certain amount of appreciation for, for things that. Uh, that well,
0: we that's what I'm I mean, saying, obviously, like obviously that's obviously
1: the uh, the people before us. You know, the 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 silent generation and generations before had much better stories than that. But you know, it just gets easier and easier.
0: I feel like that's the uh, that's that that whole thing about where they say like, you know, if you're if you're getting into something. So for like for example, I've been trying to get some sort of voice acting over read whatever sort of contacts in, in getting some actual like gigs, whatever for that, you know, and the one thing they tell you is even when you're starting out, you always have to know sort of some, like you, you always want to ask for pay because if you say it's free, then people will figure that, well, if it's free, then that means it's easy and I can be paying the ass. I sort of feel like that's the, it's not even an entitlement. It's just, hey, now you can buy a book and just get the PDF in two seconds. You can go download music in two seconds. You can download whatever from the app store. And your biggest complaint would be, oh, it's downloading slower. The internet's down. It's (laughs) like, well, yeah, that sucks, but try... Try spending eight hours and running all over your metro area trying to find some piece of shit cartridge or book that is just not fucking there. Like, yeah. hey, Black yeah, Cat's it's... Poppy, while you're in the chat, you have any stories yeah. about any of that? You ever had to hunt anything down like that or go through any adventure trying to find some book or CD or whatever? So I, I had, while he's potentially typing, I had... I remember there was a, a hard uh, an internet stream called hard radio. It was like hard rock metal. And I remember it was like the first streaming site that I knew of that had like high, like high bandwidth support. Cause I was one of the first people that I knew that got high speed internet. And that was like, Holy shit. Changed my life. Changed my whole outlook on the world in terms of music that I was exposed to. Right. And I remember hearing this one song on there, and it grabbed me so bad. Like, what the fuck is the name of that song? So I finally find out the name of the song. It was uh, a song called Thy Will Be Done by the band Southpaw. Not the rapper Southpaw. This is some, like, Eastern European German metal band mix. That, as it turns out, only released this one fucking album. I don't think they released any other albums. Maybe like one or two EPs, but no other albums. And the only way that I could find... The only way that I could find a copy of this was to order this Japanese import off some who-knows-what-the-fuck website that was like $37 for this one fucking CD. And yeah, then it's like you're watching it oh it's being shipped from you know wherever and you're like what come on and that was like when shit like that took forever you know like you say you're talking like weeks right like okay it'll be here fucking by the end of the month you're like my god are they shipping this by turtle like yeah
1: i mean it's kind of like we are living in the matrix where you're just plugging in and learning kung fu you You just get it that you just get it so fast I, all the, all like House by the Cemetery you know all the Fulci movies that were all sanitized versions, like the beyond that was, you know, seven doors of death. It was the cut version. Like, well, I couldn't get, you couldn't get, uh, the actual uncut versions. So back in the nineties, um, when I was sort of in and out of college at the time, well, that's that's a long story, but, um, you know, <laughs> that, that wasn't really, that my was like my a good bag. story. It was, wasn't my bag, but, um. But you know they had this somehow. I came across this mail order uh, VHS. They would burn Japanese laser discs because the Japanese laser discs were all un- uncensored, and it was like these are the only way. That's the only way you could get the uncut versions of these movies. I still have some of those VHSs. Like house by the cemetery um breakfast is the manchester morgue i don't know if you saw that that
0: movie. oh we're i Great thought movie uh, yeah we're yeah. i think we were maybe right, we talking about, about that, that online we yeah talk about that like i don't hear yeah. a lot of i don't hear a lot of people talking about that but that one there's especially the one sequence where they're like in the the one morgue like fighting their way out of yeah. there that's badass
1: yeah. yeah and the zombies are so slow but they're like actually like they're not comically slow. There's they move like they move like slower than Romero zombies, but it's so creepy the way they just kind of like every single instance of their movement is so like slow, but it's so claustrophobic they can't get around. It. That's a great. That's a terrific scene. And like um, they
0: they displace a little bit of the yeah. speed with if they get you and grab you, you're you might you're not strong. get away. Like they you're, so, they're like yeah. super strong yeah. yeah and i always thought that was in a sense way more terrifying um it's, that goes off into a whole other we'll talk about that some other <laughs> exactly. time but exactly but yeah, yeah like, but yeah finding but that those, stuff those, was those, hard
1: yeah those tapes you know they they were just like somebody typed them on a typewriter little label and just said you know then a regular vhs and it took a while to get them but it was um it was worth it you know it's kind of like anticipating something and then they finally get it and it's really good um i told you i wrote an article about pieces hopefully i'll get it i'm going to send it off and uh we're gonna we're to see if it gets published but there's a um um my my friend and i tell the story in the beginning of that i remember being in like sixth grade seventh grade and my friend at recess is like hey i watched this movie pieces and he you know they would relay what was happening and you know of course he starts with the ending he's like and then he ripped the guy's dick off you know like, (laughs) 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 wait my jacket yeah (laughs) and uh and uh you know it it took me like four like three or four years for me to actually see the movie so it's like you know you conjure up in your mind what it is and then you finally see it and and you know it's it's just uh it's a different different uh different way to look at things um it's, then, pretty, then it is, it's pretty,
0: it's pretty, funny. Yeah. Oh my God. Black Cat's him. Poppy, by the way, says that he's had adventures, but not for records.
1: Is that because the records, uh, you don't, you don't buy records? I mean, <laughs> is it because <laughs> you're, maybe Black Cat Poppy is like much younger than us?
0: Yeah. I imagine that's, uh, who, who knows? I don't know. These he was... Did not specify what adventures, particularly, or what he was hunting. I could surmise, but I'm not going to put words in anybody's mouth. Oh my god! This is a family my friend. God. This is a family friendly broadcast, <laughs> you motherfuckers. So don't be cunts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We
1: only talk about dick ripping.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about it in, in submarine sandwiches. Just ripping. <laughs> You're not allowed to discuss eating it just tearing it off Uh, spoiler spoiler alert spoiler um you know that i i remember so speaking of dick ripping (laughs) i remember we used to we used to rent we used to rent these you know movies from the video store oh wait he says i did buy records i'm a woman Uh, and older laugh at you calling me a guy oh shit i'm sorry (laughs) i i probably i should have not assumed Actually, I think at some point I remember you saying that you were a woman, but um, that's just my addled, fucking stupid brain. <laughs> um, <laughs> um. So, uh, in terms of older, so what did you what what did you hunt for and search for then? Um, did you have anything like that that you used to have to? I don't know. I will. I'll say go on the actual hunt to find, to track stuff down. You, you know, because you were talking about Dungeons & Dragons stuff. I, for a little while, got into, like, Werewolf the Apocalypse, like some of those White Wolf games. Yeah. I mean, it was the same thing. You had to... I said, no, that's so funny, I can't <laughs> type. Ooh, oops. Oops, oops, oopsies. <clears throat> but uh, I remember having to hunt for a lot of some of that, like, role-playing stuff because... Yeah. At the time, before I really knew any better, I didn't know about a lot of the other local comic shops and stuff like that. Like I only knew, like, oh, I'm gonna go to Walden Books and uh, I don't fucking, I don't know. Like, you know, I was never hugely into comics when I was younger, and uh, to find some of that stuff, like, where do you get this stuff? I don't. How the fuck do people find this shit? And There um, there
1: was very niche places out there, you know.
0: And if I could have went back in time now, it was like, well, maybe you have to expand outside your city a little bit. I know that there are some places in Novi, for example, Novi, Michigan, there's some great comic shops and that would have been the place to go. Um, There's a place called Green Brain Comics that is amazing in Michigan. Um, But at the time, I mean, it was the same thing too, that was sort of, before the internet a little bit so you had to like either know a person who knew it was out there or like yep. look in the yellow pages i mean fucking yep. and how do you know you're going to look in the yellow pages and go for all i know there could be some shitty ass closet looking place you know there's and- a there's a comic shop in a city around here called berkeley and when you look at it from the outside it looks like a complete dump and honestly it's not the greatest looking place on the inside either but the amount of stuff they have the, the <clears throat> fucking comics and books and toys and even retro game i mean it's massive in there it is it's a one day i'm gonna have to walk in there and turn on a live stream and broadcast the right. shit that's in there because it's fucking ludicrous <clears throat> you should definitely
1: do that it was yeah, I remember Yellow Pages, you know, but then you'd look you, – there's nothing for comic books or any – it was all, like, bookstores was, like, as about the category you could get. Right. And you just have to know by the name that it – you know, like, like, hobbies or, you know, hobbies and whatever. But there was a place called Barbarian Books when I was growing up, and I was kind of a poser. I, again, I just, like, followed my brother. He actually enjoyed comics, read them, and was a big fan. I just – i just liked them you know i like to buy them and, and just i barely read them i just wanted to see the fights and the, the comics you know so I wasn't much of a reader but barbarian books was that place that we all kind of like would beg my dad to you know take us to and then i don't know what he did but we were in there for probably like two hours like flipping comics through the boxes you know the acid-free boxes and all that stuff so cool and then you know and And now, you know, there's there there's it's it's a little there's a little more of a a commodity around comic books. So there's there's some bigger like there's some chain type comic stores and hobby stores that didn't exist back then. But yeah. um, I I remember when we were driving to Florida, it was so strange. I had to give my, my dad a lot of credit. We I remember we went to like Fort Lauderdale or something. I think I was looking my brother was like looking at colleges. And I was like just tagging along as usual. Just uh, he's three years older than me, and we we went into like the the yellow pages down there, and it was like there's a comic store. It's thirty minutes away. Will you take us? You know, we we're a there. Please, we we're like please. <laughs> can you take us? And you know, my dad was like, oh, I knew he didn't want to do it because we just he, what does he do? He <sighs> just kind of stands there, right? And we took us, and I remember we didn't. We were like oh, this place doesn't really have anything that we like and we didn't buy anything and he was so pissed that we didn't buy. He's like, you're not gonna buy one thing like we dropped. Dad, this away. place
0: sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's I wanna like go a- home. I wanna go no, home. Yeah. You little now. bastard. You little fucker. This is why we're here in the first place. Buy something. But just
1: buy that, you know, whatever. Buy that Avengers comic over oh. there. You know. But yeah, it's you know,
0: it's it's cool. I talked about that I think a little bit on uh, I don't know, if, one of my recent episodes about, you know, I was never hugely into into to comics, but I recall I really liked a lot of those horror anthology comics. <clears throat> and looking back in the day, like, man, uh, talk about if you could only go back. They used to have these flea markets and stuff up, up in the country a- area here in Michigan, and, man, they would have things with just piles of comics like that. And some of them were in fairly decent condition. And I just go, man, I remember I used to to, to buy a couple of those because it used to be like 50 cents. You could get yep. like 10 of them or something, right? And I remember I used to get these, those comics. I can't remember his name, his name is Gaines, G-A-I-N-E-S.
1: Yeah, E.G. Gaines or whatever, yeah. And
0: man, I used to love those. And I remember I had a bunch of them up there that I would frequently reread. And I don't know what happened to them, but I wish I would have kept them. And, um, man, a lot of that stuff, like going to those little comic shops, occasionally you'd find one where it was just like, it was like walking into, it was like walking into your, like a fucking, your, a little boy's like dreamland of just, oh my God, look at all of the comics and toys and models and books and shit. You just wanted to run around and just buy everything. Um, I had a... I had a now granted it wasn't in the box because I took it out and played with it, but I had the Rancor monster toy where yeah. he had a little thing on yep. the back where he could move his mouth around and shit. Yeah. And I think I ended up selling that at a garage sale for like a quarter or something. Oh, no. Or a dollar or whatever. You're like, ah oh. if only I kept all that stuff.
1: Yeah, it's like that flip book you were telling me about with John Saxon. It's yeah. Like- like, Fuck. What, what's going on? What are you doing? I, I mean, I threw away all my VHS tapes because I was like, <clears throat> I'm like, there's no more uh, VHS media. Like, am I, am I, I, I still have a VCR that thankfully still works, but I just got rid of it. I had kids and stuff and I, had, I got rid of my evil dead poster that, you know, my friend got me. It was like an original, like I gave it away to a guy. I said, you know, I had kids. So I was like, Oh, I gotta be an adult or something.
0: Or yeah. Something. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta like do adult stupid stuff. Yeah
1: and now i'm like what am i doing now like i'm doing a website right. about drinking and watching movies like what it's like full circle right
0: you're like as it as it turns out this adulting stuff fucking eats a dick it's just a bunch of shit it does. let me I go back to, to playing. no let me go back to enjoying the stuff like why did i why did i ever stop that doesn't make any sense
1: why did i stop you know there was a documentary on uh on prime I actually watched last night it was it, it was okay it wasn't as good as I had hoped it would be but it's called the pretender and it's about this guy who was like fell in love with the Rocky movie when he was 11 and he's like obsessed with Sylvester Stallone like like he is like he's actually looks like him now like it's great he didn't like do plastic surgery or something weird like that he just kind of looks like him but he's from Scranton Pennsylvania and he just he dressed like stallone and every like phase of movie he was ever in and he wrote a book to and sent it to stallone crazy. To, but 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 you know like the, I, had a, I had a there's a little modicum of respect for somebody he didn't ever gave up on it like and now he's doing like yeah it's called yo philly rocky tours and that's what he's doing he's like showing people all the um sites from the movie and and people love it. it's like the number one rated uh philadelphia tour uh you know, in, in uh, Pennsylvania or in that area. So, you know, the, he, he didn't give up on it. It was kind of funny. His parents were all kind of disappointed in him and all this stuff. But, like, you know, but it forced me to get rid of my awesome BHS. All the stuff I bought from Suncoast is all gone. Tossed. Man, I wish I hadn't. Threw it away. I didn't even sell it. I like threw it away. And I remember my son, my youngest, started crying. He's like, Why are you doing this, dad? I was like, Why didn't I listen to him? Because he. <laughs> <laughs> he was telling me like this is this is important. I was he, like, Nah, I'm an adult.
0: He had it pegged.
1: He was smart.
0: I threw away I had in this little plastic case, and I used to I used to treat them like they were Bibles. But I had a collection of Nintendo Power magazines from the Fun Club magazines through. Oh, yeah, I
1: remember that.
0: The first Nintendo Powers for I don't know how many of them I had, and they were immaculate. And eventually at some point I was like, why am I keeping these? I'm not like a big collector or whatever guy. And I can't remember, but I think I, again, I can't remember if I threw them away or if I sold them. I might've sold them and I sold them for like $10 for like the whole stack or something like that. What a fucking foolish move because yeah, now I would have been able to sell those for a pretty penny. And the same thing with all the Nintendo shit I had, I used to, I had, I mean, hordes of games, and I—I I mean, I took immaculate care of that stuff, and I imagine I probably traded it all into what was fu- Funco Land at the time. <laughs> Turned in probably nine hundred dollars worth of stuff for twenty dollars credit towards you know something. But... <laughs> just go, oh, if I could just go back and keep all that shit. Like, oops. I,
1: I still joke with my son, uh, my oldest, because I said. You know, we had all these PlayStation Two games, and uh, and we took them to GameStop. I guess it was GameStop. I don't remember what the, this was. Probably ten years ago. But he was like, he's. I was like, oh yeah, I got to get rid of my, all my great games. You had all the like. I can't have Vice City in my house. Like I can't have you know Grand Theft Auto. And uh, I'm, you know, I'm an adult. So we we traded in all this stuff, and we got like for we probably traded in fifteen games. We got. Pirates Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. One game. One new game for all that. And it's like a running joke I have with him now. He's he's sixteen now, but it's like he, I'm like, hey man. He's I was like, this is a Pirates of the Caribbean deal. Isn't
0: it? Ouch. I mean I, I I went to I went to near the middle end of the three sixty era to just dropping physical media and that stuff altogether because of that reason, yep. the trade-ins you're like, but you really don't get that much on these trade-ins anymore. And then you just got to go through the hassle having to do it. blah. blah, blah. look, I'm just going to buy this shit digital. And when I don't play yep. it anymore, I just don't play it anymore and whatever. Um, you it's, know, and I've been a the, lot
1: of, the, the <laughs> Disney said the whole thing about, they're not doing anymore. did any more, um, uh dvds or anything they're doing they're going all digital so yep. there's been a lot of people online really upset about that and um I, you know i i was that's that was my mindset i'm like hey, you know what am, it's just more stuff for me to have i got enough <laughs> stuff but you know it is like you were saying before you, you used to go into those stores and you could visualize like it's like a kid's dream to, no, i think black, black cats cat poppy, poppy, poppy thank
0: you so much for stopping by take it easy have yourself a great night uh always check us out i do do some of these now on cigargoyle lounge on instagram but uh every now and then we pop back in here on periscope so thank you very much sorry for that uh interruption there phil Can oh, continue no, no, please
1: no big deal uh, good night good night black cat poppy good seeing you so yeah. I mean, I think that it's just that we have so much stuff and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to order it on Amazon. I got it in my little digital queue, you know, all queued up. But it is like, you know, there's something about physically being in a store, like you were saying, like being surrounded by those physical like implements of, of you know, you can call it childhood, you know, whatever it is, but youth um, and just seeing like all the hobbies, the actual books, the physical media, there's something about that that is, that's really special. Um, Especially
0: when you saw somebody who, well, especially when you would see somebody that you, you knew they really loved it because of the amount of care that they took in setting up sort of like a little shrine to the stuff. Like I remember, man, when we used to play Dungeons and Dragons at a friend of mine's house he had this awesome basement set up for it with this fireplace and this old wooden table, and they had this shelf on the back wall with all these little minis, so you could pick your minis out, and this really cool bookcase with like other like supplementary like miniatures and books and all that stuff. And there was just something about it, you know. I mean, it, it's badass. It's like the it's like the modern equivalent of somebody having some old library full of leather bound, you know, hardcover yep. books. And, uh, you know, I, I appreciate the collections of that stuff, but I've just, it, it's very weird to me. I, I still don't hundred percent know where I want to stop and end up, but I've, I've treated in a lot of cases, my moving arrangements as being pseudo temporary. And I remember yes. when I moved out of my, my one condo that I had, just cleaning out and getting rid of all this just stuff and going, I am not going to let my stuff accrue self accrue stuff like this again. Yeah. And especially for me, like the VHS and the DVDs, Hey, that physical media and all that stuff is great. But to me, you want to know what's almost even greater, not having to move that shit when I move (laughs) Exactly. and being able to just go on my fire stick and just call up whatever. And it just plays. I don't have to go get the fucking disc and put it in the thing. And, Oh, I'm gonna switch my input to that because I wasn't using it, and blah 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 blah. I mean, I I love, I love that old school era. They they just had a thing online. There's a blockbuster store that you can basically rent out for like these overnight movie parties and have like yeah, sleepovers yeah. in there. I was like, dude, that'd be so much fun. That would be fun as <clears> hell.
1: <throat> a- yeah, I mean, just that process was interesting. It was always every Friday we go to the video store and like, you know, you thumb through these, this every single movie. And then, you know, even I, I remember when it was VHS and, you know, you had to look at the spine for the titles and all that. But, you know, the whole blockbuster model where it's like, you know, the movies being, there's nothing behind it, you know, you're like, right. damn it. <laughs> it's
0: like we, uh, disappointment. we used to do, um, there were several videos or stores. We used to start with one called the video zone, which is the first one that we knew. And that guy wrote articles, I think for the newspaper, he was actually a very sort of respected movie critic. And we went to the video zone for the longest time. And then other places started opening up. There was movie warehouse and uh, obviously block, but you know, <laughs> I never really, I was never a blockbuster guy. There was yeah. to me always better alternatives. Yeah. Yeah. We used to go to movie warehouse there was a holiday video, a family video, which is a local chain. And there are still some family video stores here still open. And I also keep meaning to go in there and take pictures and videos. Cause I feel like the whole horror crowd would just eat that shit up. But that's what I miss. What I missed was just that atmosphere of going into those stores. And usually I'd walk around and get a new release. Now, especially family video, they would do a thing where you could get like one new release or nearly new release. And then like two of their general titles for like $3.50. So you get like three or four movies and it was pretty cheap. And man, we used to do that all the time. Uh, Mammoth video just God, I I loved going to those stores because you... Before the internet, you didn't know if it was shit or not. All you had was actors, the yeah. write up on the thing yeah. and what the cover the box picture, looked like. You know, like or
1: the photo of the right? of the gore effect, you know? Like, I was like, is that a good it's like that's why I rented, you know, that, that movie Superstition, like I don't know if you've seen that with the witch. Uh, I don't think so. Pretty, pretty good one um, yeah. that that not many people have seen, but it's like there's this really great FX on the back, and I was like, thank God they had that scene because I'd never heard of it. But yeah, it was like I remember like it was like I would look at the cast, and I didn't look at anything but at you know, the FX was was the FX done by like Savini or you know, Dick Smith or Robert Batan or and then the director like was it any. Legitimate director that had directed other things. Other than that, I didn't really, really care. And then usually it was in the horror section. But yeah. And, and I remember it was, and it, it used to be a, a journey. Like even when you started, you know, I used to ride my bicycle with my friends and you would ride up to the video, the only video store and you would rent a couple movies, and then you would come back. It was like a big, like, that was your day. Like, you rent, you watch two movies. And, yeah. But you, would, you had to go do the back and forth, so that was the whole day, and it was a good time, and it was like an adventure.
0: It's back to that hunting thing of that was part of the adventure and the hunt was going yeah. out and finding and getting that stuff and then bringing it back, and then just the – a little bit of the unknown of you didn't know if it was going to be good or not because again you couldn't just look up a review or rotten tomatoes or whatever horse shit like especially if you didn't know anybody else that saw it you'd be like well, i don't know it looks kind of cool you want to watch this oh okay yeah and it's like
1: and i love the idea of like trying to find a movie on prime or something you're like oh this is taking forever and it's been like four minutes of like surfing through stuff when you're trying to right. like compromise on watching something <laughs> it's like this is taking forever so but you know yeah, there I, used I, I, to be I, it's almost like though but it's almost like they'll bring it back somehow that whole hunting gathering there's got to be it's kind of like how vinyl came back you know like i, I have a feeling like there's going to be this desire for people to want to do this i don't know what that looks like but there's going to be some sort of exercise and involved in in selecting movies like it used to be
0: that's really tough because i mean a lot of people will will still will still i'm gonna say claim and it isn't that i don't believe this claim but there's a lot of People that stick with vinyl because with high-end audio equipment that still gives you, in a lot of ways, the best quality. Yeah, that's what they say. I'm not sure. But you can't tell me that a VHS copy of a movie is better than some 4K whatever. Some of that shit, you go back and you watch it. It's got it's downright god awful. How awful the quality is on that stuff.
1: Right, right. But I saw something the other day. It was it was oh my god. Where was it? I feel like it was on Shutter. It was. It was like VHS edition. Like, it was like a movie, but it was, ah, what was that? I got to go look for that. But I was like, what? what is this movie? But they were trying to put the, the VHS, like, filters on it because of
0: that. Was it Antrim?
1: Of... Oh, my gosh. I don't remember what it was. There was, it, But it said VHS edition. It was almost like it was a movie that you probably wouldn't watch, but. He looked at it, and they said, oh, it was kind of enticing with the, like, It was trying to go, like, with old-school filters on it or whatever. It's kind of like putting the Grindhouse filters on the movies, like, in, you know, the movie Grindhouse. Like, right. there's something about that lack of quality that added to the, the atmosphere of some of this stuff. So, I don't know. I can't remember what that was. But, yeah, the quality is definitely not going to be better. It's almost, but is it, but is the crackling? I always thought, like, if records you know playing records putting the needle on the record hearing that crackling noise you know it's kind of like there's something about that that's that draws people in or they miss that, that well set. the
0: whole that whole you know the yeah and then the starting of the tape and then I mean that was yeah. amazing yeah I mean that stuff was awesome and then the the funny thing of just later on though of oh well in the DVD you can just skip to the section. Oh, you can replay it a million times and it never degrades. And oh, you can... But I had... I had... So VHS, of all of my... Of all of my memories of VHS movies and tapes and whatever, I remember the one that surprised me, and I could go on and on about the story, so I won't, but it was Cemetery Man. Because yeah. I remember looking at that and going what is this fucking movie? This looks fucking stupid. (laughs) It had nobody that I knew in it. Rupert Everett, I think at the time was in some other like rom-com movie that was also hot at the time. It's like my best friend's
1: wedding or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so I look at it and I'm like, what is this? This is just So, I don't know why, but on a whim, I just decide I'm going to grab it and I'm going to watch it. So I took it home because I worked at this video store. I take it home and I watched it and it instantly became like my favorite movie in the world. Yeah. And to the point where I had to re-rent. So like I had to bring it back to work, check it in, pay for it to check it back out and did this like jury rig move of running two VCRs together so I could make a copy of it. Because at the time, the only way to buy a copy of that was like, it was like $160. Right. You know, they didn't, because they didn't, didn't have,
1: buy, you didn't buy VHSs back then. It was weird.
0: No, well, no, no. And the only ones that you could really get that were like that were like the big name production yeah, ones, Black you Quest, know, like, yeah, the the huge A. Ultra Holly, you know, and, and even those, like, okay, you, you buy them and they were 20 bucks or whatever at the time. But I just remember looking at that and going, I have to have a copy of this. I have to. And that's when I also eventually learned the trick of some of those videos. You could look up what it would cost if the customer said that they damaged the movie and it needed right. to be replaced. And they would eventually fall off and become a, well, it's not really being rented that much and it's older at this point. So they're not going to pay a fortune to like, they're not going to replace it. They're just going to go, yeah, whatever. And so I think that was one of the ones where I eventually said, Hey, uh, you know, Tony manager. was like, you know, Hey, this movie here is like, it's, you know, it's ruined and doesn't play. And he's like, all right. And so I basically just bought it and bought it for, I don't know, $12 or something like that. And yeah, had to make a copy of it because I was worried that the tape would break and then I wouldn't be able to watch it again. And again, then DVDs like that was the amazing thing about DVD. When DVD came out, hell, you can put this on a loop and play it all fucking day. No worries. No worries. Yeah. No.
1: It's, 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 uh, yeah, I, I, my VCR, I, I, don't, I know they stopped me. They don't make VCRs anymore. So as of like a couple years ago. So if you have one, you know, keep it. Don't throw that one
0: thing away. There's a guy on there's a guy on Twitter. I believe his name is Jason Kennedy. I've tagged him in a conversations a couple of times, but the guy does these awesome diggings and reviews of VCRs, DVD players, older sort of equipment that you can't find anymore, and talks about the differences between them and whether they're quality or not. And he seems to come across stuff like that all the time. I mean, I think the thing is, you you got to look like thrift stores, um, occasional estate sales, stuff like that. You know, you find them and you gotta you gotta hoard them and kind of protect them. You know, make sure that they don't uh, decay. Um, but I do miss it, and I think part of me misses life at the time. You know being younger, a little more carefree, just how much, how fun that was, but there was something a little more magical yeah. about it. I feel like, and maybe, and maybe this is just the nostalgia, but I, I feel like now a lot of the time when there's either a new movie or something, like the magic just for me, isn't there anymore. no.
1: I mean, it's, it's weird. I mean, movies, movies used to be in the theaters for months, you know, it's just a, it's just a different time. Now they're, they're lucky if they stay two weeks and, and now there aren't even theaters. So, you know, I guess it's just evolution. You know, it's, uh, we're we're those, we're those older guys talking about how things used to be. And that's the way it is.
0: It's weird, man. It's weird. It's a brave, it's a brave new world it's
1: a great new world. but we're here to, we're here to catalog that and, uh, and and speak to generations whoever is listening all the dozens and dozens of fans
0: well I feel always like <laughs> you know this sort of a conversation this sort of a talk I always go well maybe it's not for everybody but This is the sort of shit that I wish I could listen to. Oh, hey, Suzanne MP55 has joined. Hello. Long time no see. Thank you for stopping by. Uh, I'm talking with Phil DeGlass of Flixology 101 over here. We're talking about old school VHS movies, DVDs, that sort of magic and fun of The Hunt uh, yes, this is a new look. This is my new space. I'm slowly converting this over downstairs. Um, I'm putting some sound isolating equipment up here because I got tired of recording it. You know, when I started, when I was doing some of those ASMR videos, I was doing it in a closet. I mean, you've seen me. I'm a pretty big guy. I was trying to cram myself into this closet. do these recordings, oh my sweating my ass off in there. And... Um, that other room space that I was in was similar. I didn't have room to really move around so much. And yeah, now I have the, the, the better quality mic with a little pop screen in front of it. So hopefully when I'm pestering you with all my P's and Q's about Peter Piper pickling a peck, <laughs> peck of peckers, <laughs> um, hopefully it doesn't pop too much. Cause I do have the screen in front of it, but anyway, yeah. Um, I, I miss the I, I miss that magic I miss that magic of the and even even shit, was silly shit like Jim Cotta. I remember when I first saw Jim Cadas because it was oh, this old it was in this old style VHS box where like it had the big fat cardboard cover with the fold open front and then the tape inside like the clamshell yeah and just a little cardboard thing on it and I remember looking at that and going this is just this is can't be good, whatever. And I never would have rented it except one day uh, I was staying up late flipping through channels and I saw some ridiculous basically kung fu happening. Stopped. Started watching this movie and I'm like, this is the weirdest, most bizarre fucking what the fuck is this And so I remember yeah. it was like I don't know it was near the end and so I remember going and hunting down some TV guide because at the time again there was no internet there was no cable menu it was <laughs> yeah. just hey it was this it was this time on this channel go find a TV guide or something and look up what they were playing and then look it up and it's Jim Cotta I'm like that's that movie So then like the next day, it was Jim Kata, uh, G Y M K A T A. It's preposterous, it's but terrific. oh my God, is it enter- It's entertainingly okay. hilarious. And so I remember I went back and and rented it, and watched the whole thing. And there was another case where it's like, well, if the customer complains that this movie is, you know, if this damage damaged, whatever, it's like four dollars to, to some like, yeah, this movie's broke. That was another one. It's like, well, that's mine now. Like, um. And so, yeah, that all that stuff of just finding that and just, you know, I don't know about you, but I didn't have a ton of friends that were, you know, they weren't like, they weren't into horror that of, you know, of like, of how much like Diana Prince or somebody is into horror. You know, I mean, I had friends who like liked some scary movies and stuff, but not like hardcore knew what these underground Italian shit was same yeah. thing with like mute. You know, music and stuff growing up, like, my parents weren't into heavy metal. I didn't have a brother that was into heavy metal. The heavy metal that I knew is what they played on the local radio station, which really wasn't that great of a variety. Um, And again, it wasn't until I discovered streaming music online that I got introduced to all these European metal bands, and that shit just blew my mind. Um, And it was the same way with working in those video stores. I would have access to and rent stuff where you're like what the fuck is this. And it's a slow shift. It's pouring rain outside. Nobody's coming in here. So I'm just going to put on a mo- I'm just going to put on movies and watch them my, my whole my whole shift. Who gives a shit? And so yeah, I would put on weird stuff that I I wouldn't normally have watched and that's how I got into all that shit.
1: Yeah, it's it's a, it's a desire to be different, you know, like we're all trying to be have our niche and I feel like I was that guy like growing up i was the guy that everybody asked you oh, know who's that guy in that movie and and i was like an encyclopedia of of films cuz i would i did the i did the 7 degrees of kevin bacon stuff before you know that was even something you know it's like <laughs> that's that guy what's his name and i'm like come on that guy that's you know that's tommy lee jones he's a he's an oscar winner like give me something hard you know like right and and you know now the internet has put me you know out of business because you know now there's imdb and um, but, uh, yeah, th- there's a certain, like, uh, you know, I think we all wanted to be a little bit, uh, unique and have our niche. And I think that was kind of my thing. Like people were like, what, all right, talk to Phil, you know, about getting a really esoteric, strange, you know, crazy movie, but they would only watch that like once every three months. You know, <laughs> I was watching that stuff all the time, like cataloging those things. Um, but Yeah yeah, it's, it's, it's worked out. You know, hopefully it all comes full circle. We got, uh, you know, doing the website, you know, doing the drink pairings, um, having a good time talking to you, you know, you know, talking to, we just had, um, there was a whole thing last week called, uh, beer and Greer that, uh, bonkers. I saw them that. Yeah. It. Um, he did beer and Bronson. Uh, Suzanne's good night, out.
0: Suzanne. Yep. Take care. Thank you so much for right, stopping by. I really appreciate it. Take care. All right.
1: But uh, you know, he he's he did uh he did uh beer and bronson a year in two thousand eighteen. And it was a whole month of beer and bronson, dude. And uh so he did a week of beer and greer. He's like, yeah, he had a, he's like, it almost killed me because it was like, you know, his liver I think was about to fall off. He, he, yeah, he needed some charcoal or whatever charcoal pills to to like jumpstart him. But but it's like connecting with people like like you and like him and like other people, like there's a lot of us out there. We just all happen to be in different places. You know, like we were that guy, we were the right. guy people were asking us about what to watch. Like the, I remember the movie snuff. Um, I, For some reason I dared to buy this movie and, uh, and it just became like these things just become these kind of party favor things. People would be having a good time. Like, all right, go to Phil's collection. What are we going to get? Like, and then you'd pop in like, movies they'd never heard of and they're like what's this movie Snuff. i'm like well you know someone really gets killed at the end of this movie and and you know that's not really what happened but you know the, i tried to make them believe that's what it was right and and it's just you know things like zombie 90 i don't know if you heard of that thing um the Andreas Schnaz movies violent shit one and two those things like there's these things people never heard of and it just you know again it kind of adds to the whole unique uh aspects of what we do and and, and it's
0: it's like do you, do you
1: remember that uh mo- or that tv show amazing stories
0: yeah i and actually that, i really liked that yeah. i talked about that uh, the other day about anthology oh, series and like oh, man the where's the creative anthology series like those were the yeah. best
1: so they had that one episode with uh mark hamill and the whole episode is is very simple but it's not really a horror movie it's not really a scary one or a science science fiction one it was like he was this kid who had all this stuff and he went through his whole life he collected stuff and he was kind of like a, like he lost everything like his he had lost his like family lost her and he was like an old man and he's got a station wagon that's fallen apart and he's got all his stuff like from his youth cuz his his Parents were like, don't be stupid. That's, you know, grow up. You should grow up. But he held on to all this stuff from his youth. And he's like at the end of it, he's at his wits end. And they have him in this like, you know, old man makeup, Mark Hamill, you know. And he's at a gas station. And his car is probably like on its last limb. And this woman's like, that, that cup right there. She saw through his windows. And it was like a, a cup. And uh, it was like of a person's face or something that she said, hold on right there i'll give you uh 10 for that and he's like all right fine i need the money for the gas you know and she's like is you know is ten thousand dollars good enough like and he and, and like basically it all come came full circle for him like it ended up him holding on to his youth and all that stuff he became like a millionaire because he had all this stuff he had he had collected and i kind of feel like with some of the stuff we did as a kid and like and right now i want to like how do i monetize this stuff like how do i like How do I? And it's stuff we're passionate about. It has the nostalgia and all that. So how do we like take advantage of that and 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 you know just take that passion and and direct it into a way that you know we can have fun in life. You know we all did the corp. We're doing the corporate thing maybe now and and in the past, Um, and that's fine. That's good. Serves a purpose. But you know there's there's like next steps. Like you know how what can we do with the stuff that we that we love so much. And uh, it sounds like you're pursuing those things too, you know, as the high side hustle stuff. And, and that's, that's kind of what I'm looking at is like, how do I take advantage of
0: that? Trying to, I know, you know, we've joked about like the Buffalo wild wings thing, but like, seriously, if I, if I had the ability, so there was a, there was a, a, a brewery near me that made primarily cider and mead and occasional beer and it was this really quirky place called Sellerman's and the place felt like your like the, the building that they had as their like little tap room felt like your Polish grandmother's basement. It felt like you know just a little bit nondescript and kind of dingy but not dirty but just there was it had a particular feel that was awesome. And so they would—they had a screen, like a projector screen, a projector, and then just like this DVD player. And I'm pretty sure they just allowed the bartenders to play whatever they wanted. So the one day we go in there to have a couple drinks, and the one girl working behind the, bartend, the bar, she would brought in, she had from when she was little, teenage, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoons. And she, was, she was just playing on this DVD. <laughs> and I was like, man... If I could have like a cigar lounge with a liquor license, and you could be like, "Hey, um, Friday night is you you dress it up so it's like stare at the wall night, and you go you buy a cigar and a drink that's like your admission or whatever, so you don't you so you're not really charging admission, right?" And then you just go, yeah, and then I'm going to have a, a VCR or a DVD set up, and we're going to play old school shit, and who knows what you're going to see, right? Like, you, you leave it a mystery so that people show up and watch, like, you know, you go, one week we'll do horror, and then the next week we'll do action or whatever, and then you flip-flop back and forth. I was like, man, like something like that would just be my dream that would be, cool. that would be my dream yeah, that, that would better. be my dream to do something like that, you know um would just be yeah, so there's... much fucking fun.
1: Oh my god, yeah there's a brewery um that uh, is near nearby, and they are just uh you know they were like, yeah we really want to do. Cause I was trying to do it. There's a whole aspect of the flexology thing at some point. It's going to be like flexology. It's, it's on the site. It's like get togethers, you know? Um, but the idea was, you know, there's this, this brewery and I had a friend of mine that worked there they're like, yeah, let's, we're gonna, we want to do movie nights. And, you know, like, and again, like you said, don't tell people what you're showing, just, just show it and then tell them what time it starts and, you know, to give them a deal based on the you know, movie night deal and have a good time. And, um yeah that's to me would be awesome just like a brewery something fun like that You just like you do with your thing that you have on the you had the spring into action thing and um the horror the thing and what do you call the fall one i forgot what that was
0: it's just all day horror fest holiday
1: horror fest like that sort of thing but like you know just like in that sort of comfortable brewery setting you know that'd be so good and and again like Let's do movie night. And there's there are some places that are doing that stuff, um, but that would that would be kind of perfect, right? Nothing too complicated, you know.
0: No, and especially especially if you, especially if you had, I don't want to say like like the VHS copies or whatever some of that stuff, and it was a little it was a little hack. It was a little more like, yeah, this is my copy, whatever thing yeah, on this VCR, more like. Personal. Yeah, you know, it gives it a little bit more of that, I don't know, nostalgic sort of yeah. bent to it that I feel like that is would be very cool. fun.
1: That would be freaking cool, man. You know. I love that.
0: So, somehow, some way, we'll have to, uh, I don't know, maybe there's, maybe there's a way. I, I don't like to say never, but who knows? Maybe there's a, a way someday down the line we can uh, somehow make that happen, but. Until then, we have Lounge Around, Nightcaps, Periscope. There it is. Um, once again, thank you so much, Phil. Flixology101.com and on Twitter runs the best site. If you want a premiere pairing of a, of a drink with an excellent movie, this is the place to go, flixology one hundred and one. Um as always thank you so much for stopping by man it's always a blast to talk to you um all right someday Lo- someday, yep, someday we're going to do this man. in person we'll um, do this in person and uh until then all right, take man. care take it easy as always uh got any parting words before we shut this motherfucker down
1: all i got to say is love the studio man i like that i love what you got going on man anytime you want to do this Anytime you want, you just need to fill those shelves up with old DVDs and uh, and uh, VHS tapes. Well, I gotta show We're you good. something. I, yeah.
0: I posted this a little bit the other day, but let's see if you can see it. Uh... Oh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, shit. oh shit, that's badass. Oh. that's inspiring. I mean, that's the perfect way to end this nightcap.
0: That's it. There it is. Mortal All Kombat right, Two and. Uh... <laughs> Take care man. We'll talk right, to you soon, all right? Talk
1: to you later man. See. Bye.
0: Here we talk to Phil from Flixology 101 again about finding movies, the old school hunt of going to video stores and collecting So we'll do a brief advertisement and get on with the show. Hope you enjoy.